Poppers. Welcome back. It's a Groovin' Movies classic. And Tom is back. Hooray. Ooh. Hey, Tom. Sorry, I had a cup of tea. Yay. All right, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, Tom's getting into black exploitation mode early. Mm. Yes. You can. <laughs> it's fine. You can hold the microphone where you want, mate. I am holding it where I want. Okay, fine then. Good. So, I like. Hold it where I like. Oh, fair what enough. we've got is Tom having a little ciggy. Eddie's got his phone. I've got a cup of tea in my hand and we've all got mics. So yep. there's a lot of, yeah. That's why, yeah. So at some point, Tom is going to have a big suck on his microphone and then tell a very funny observation into his e-cig. Yes. <laughs> That's what's going to happen <laughs> at oh, some yes. point. I'll be yep. licking this XM58800. Yes. Um, I made you a cheeky bit because I definitely drank my tea too quick. Sorry. That's all right. Um, yes, black exploitation. I gave it away earlier. We are back and... We are watch, we've watched Dolomite, which is... You said it was on Amazon Prime, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Mm. All, all of the Dolomite films and a Rudy Ray Moore documentary are Excellent. on there. Excellent, yes. Oh. Your perusal. Yes, well, I, I realised, because uh, Eddie Murphy is going to be playing, or is playing Rudy Ray Moore in My Name is Dolomite, which is, uh, I suppose it's a biopic of... Rudy Ray Moore. I don't. I don't know. I've seen the uh, trailer and yeah. it looks proper fun. Oh, it's got a great cast as well, hasn't it? Yes, it's it looks really. Cast. It looks really, really good. So great I'm definitely. Robinson. Yeah, definitely excited to see that. I don't know if it's just about the experience of making Dolomite or if it's a whole biopic of you know his life because uh, Rudy, uh, Rudy Ray Moore, a uh, stand-up comedian from the US. Um, and well, we'll take this from uh, Wikipedia just because they've surmised it down. So, Dolomite, 1975 black exploitation crime film. Uh, it's also the name of the principal character, played by Rudy Ray Moore, who co wrote the film and its soundtrack. Its soundtrack is great, by the way. It's freaking Moore, cool. Yeah, it really is. Moore started his career as a stand up comedian in the late 60s and heard around that time a rhymed toast by a local homeless man about an urban hero named Dolomite and decided to adopt the persona of Dolomite as an alternate ego in his act and we see some toasting in the film itself Rudy Ray Moore does at least two toasts as Dolomite doesn't he, he does I think he uh, yeah I think it was two officially two officially although technically did he do one near the car because he was like hey I'm Dolomite I'm that back that was the first one he did in the, the, yes. that was the, the, the one about the Titanic yeah and then there was another one that he did as part of the floor show in the club yeah. towards the end of the film but um, but yeah it's uh, the Rudy uh, Ray Moore before he was a stand up comedian preached in churches and was also a um, a nightclub dancer really oh. Mm. What with there being nightclub scenes and a couple of scenes set in church? Do you think he could chore- like choreography uh, choreographed it? I don't know. I think because I think there was cool. a dance troupe at the end. Of yeah, the no, there I was. Forget who they were. I, but, um, um, well, I'll just do the plot because it's about. It's two sentences long. Yeah. So according to Wikipedia, Dolomite is a pimp and nightclub owner who is serving 20 years in prison after being set up by a rival, Willie Green. One day, his friend and fellow pimp, Queen Bee, helps him out of jail and plots with him to get revenge on Green. Now that's 
true. That's that's yeah, yeah. that's the basics down. That it, that does happen. To say that that is just what the film is is massively unfair to what is a wildly entertaining and laughably low budget film. Oh, it's fucking. Uh, it's great. It's really well shot. Mm. Uh, yeah, thought, when there's... the boom's not clearly in shot. I didn't notice. Mate, there's. Um... I thought that was pimp <laughs> No, that was that was the boom. There's, you know, when um, the two coppers are talking to him in the car park and they beat him up and then yeah. he beats them up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good five-minute scene of just them talking by it's a car. In the, the mid-shot, yeah, in the mid-shot, there is the boom hanging down right middle of it. Is there? Yeah, yeah. totally. It's hysterical. And once you see it, you it's... Uh, and it also, it's not just the back. tiniest little curve. It's like... It's like a... Chunk of it, boom. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like a forearm's worth of boom hanging down. It's like if you got um, a massive suppository of boom. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, mm. It's a, a suppository of boom, which is my wrestling name. <laughs> Uh, it's actually my finishing move, but um, wow, yeah, I don't uh, want that. No one, <laughs> no one wants it. No, no, but they get it. They get it's it. Obviously, they get it. It's 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 the one you deserve, not not what you want. <laughs> um, and also, um, the second in command of the, you know, the the ginger sort of curly-haired guy of the two coppers. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Thick copper. Yeah, yeah not yeah, the one with the elbow patches. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Um, he. He has the boom coming in from underneath. Does he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In his in his close-ups, when it's being shot from below, his, <laughs> this boom just pops in and starts obscuring mm. his tie. Watching it really closely as well. Oh, it's hilarious. You it, notice the boom. But it happens so much. That's <laughs> probably why my brain just went, nope, I'm editing that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that can't possibly, yeah. I mean, no, but the, the actual cinematography and stuff is nice. The angles oh, and all of that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Very it's cool. A greatly, a very well shot car sequence. Like, mm. Mm. Car chase which I, he must have um, uh, gone you know Fred, uh, uh, bullet I want something like bullet in it yeah <laughs> seen him driving down a hill there seems to be a lot of you know that thing I want it in my film yeah, yeah, yeah. kind yeah. of behavior yeah. going on and I and I admire that but it's it's a very Tarantino approach which is you know Tarantino gets all sorts of things said about him but ultimately mm. I feel it always boils down to oh you know that bit out of this yeah. I'll put that in my film I'll be brilliant yeah and I kind of admire that approach I've got to say because you can't do it with like music you can't go you know that chorus from Fat Bottom Girls I mean you can but then you, you know yeah, yeah. you just to hide it like 100 yeah. years later that's true yeah mm, we'll put it in an elevator Oof. <laughs> Are you specifically thinking of Father Ted? Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, it's all right. No, we're, the we're, Linehan. No. no, we are, we are a, a Linehan free zone here because he's a piece yes. of shit. But Arthur Matthews' uh, sitcom Father Ted's really funny. Mm. Uh, anyway, let's go back to something less controversial, a black exploitation film from the 70s. I really, like, it's bad. I just want to keep singing. Dola, 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 might. Well, I, I assume that dolomite was some kind of yeast extract yeah. um, popular on toast. But um, I no, think... He just misspelled the name of the popular um, uh, stone. Yes. Because... Uh, also, also, it was uh, his uh, favourite 1970s uh, UK small car, the dolomite. Really? Yes. Ah, there were a lot of good cars in this film. The dolomite was made... Oh. 
But Emma does make a good point. Excellent car game in this uh, right. film. Oh, awesome. oh my God. Some real beauties. I don't objectify people, but I objectify cars. That and goodness me. Oof. My favourite era of, of, of uh, Americana is the sort of 60s to 70s mm. muscle cars. Mm. There's, there's, a, there's a 1968. Uh, I'm sure it's a 1968 Chevelle that's in it that what and the FBI guy at the end drives a, a Chevelle mm. and it is one of the most beautiful little American cars ever it's got this beautiful double grille but it's in a like a, it's like a, in a great 70s sort of dark orange mm. and at the end of, and I, I know, that's all I was watching was the car <laughs> the cars the cars are really the yeah, great great, great car. car game in well, this uh, Dolomite himself seems to have several several Cadillacs yes mm. um, one convertible there's a white Cadillac at the beginning there's a black yeah. Cadillac yeah um he also kind of like his style does seem to be like I'm dressing like a car. Yeah, a he, bit. Yeah, he likes the match, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah. stylish. Those black exploitation pimps basically mm. dress as if they are motor vehicles. Mm. Yeah, well, there's a great selection of of uh, of pimp dress, pimp wear, right mm. at the end, uh, towards the end when they're all in the club, and <gasps> there's there's a whole parade of them. Some phenomenal come up under it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, it didn't matter what you ate because you just pull it all back in with a massive tartan cummerbund. There were points when he did look like a Bay City Rollers fan. Yeah. There was, it was just pure white with this, um, with tartan cummerbund and tartan trim. And all I could think was Shang-A-Lang. But mm. also or a shortbread tin. Women characters in the film. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Queen Bee. Mm. Ass kisser, uh, ass kisser, ass kicker. Yeah. 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 And the his sort of uh, right-hand girl. The chauffeur lady. Yeah, she was a chauffeur. She was also yeah. oh, yes. a nurse at the end. Oh, yes. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> she was like, she was the one that, that he got to do the surveillance on, on, on um, Willie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's it, because it, to be honest, like aside from the coppers, there's not, and then a couple of guys like Willie or whatever. There's, there's not. It's mainly just a lot of ladies, mm. Mm, but not too noise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they. Noise. Well, that, that that's the that's the funny thing is that they. Um, so basically, yeah. So he, the the first thing we see is Dolomite in a prison cell. He's there with his cellmates. And there's like, the warden wants to speak to you, Dolomite. Everyone just calls him Dolomite. Mm-hmm. Absolutely everyone. He's called nothing else. And so he goes there and he's like, we found out that, uh, you know, there's evidence to suggest you were set up. Mm. So we want you to go out of prison and prove it. <laughs> which, which is which is how which is how uh, prison worked in the 70s. You, oh, know, totally. when, you know, after Elvis uh, visited... Um, uh, Nixon and said he wanted prison reform. Apparently, it went far too the other way, and it was just like, "Oh, I didn't. Re- oh, sorry, you think you're innocent? Oh, right, go and go and prove it then." <laughs> so he gets let out, and he, get, he gets undressed in front of the prison. Yeah, which uh, is like five, four or five women arrive. Mm. Oh, that's some of his amazing. girls. Yeah, 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 it's great. Yeah, because he he can't deal with. Uh, Having his his pimp clothes away from him because no. they're too fetching. He's yeah. not he's not getting in he's not getting in his his sweet Cadillac no. wearing prison. Yeah, no. wearing the the shit they give you to leave mm. prison in. And basically, it seems like I mean, apparently he didn't go in wearing 
anything because they gave him some clothes to leave in. Mm. I don't know how it works. I'll tell you what probably happened there. Those, when he went into prison, when he came out of prison, mm. clothes he went in, fucking not in fashion anymore. Oh, you're right. <laughs> That's previous. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. So, there, so he's gone, no, 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 I, don't I th- need those. I thought yep. you were going to suggest it was like uh, Clockwork Orange where they tell him that his chocolate and his cigarettes will be confiscated, <laughs> but he can have the rest of it back. <laughs> Which basically just means we're going to the staff room to have your fags and chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you know. Dolomite would have had much more, potentially. Mm. So he, yeah, so he has to... So, but, um, but what I love about that scene the most is that they're parked literally straight outside mm. the gates. Well, they all strip him as well, don't they? Yeah, they they undress him and uh, then redress him. Yeah. yeah. Puts his cape on and his flares and his. Uh, the, it's like in the Cinderella. The high waists on these these the waists come up to his nipples on mm. virtually every yeah. pair of trousers. Like, I thought he was wearing a girdle at first because I wasn't. Yeah. No, yeah. that's that's all trouser. And mm. this guy Rudy Ray Moore as well, right? Considering that in the film he's supposed to be like a, a fucking karate master yeah yeah like he's the kung, kung fu pimp ever 12th yeah. dan black belt yeah. yeah he is not a fit man <laughs> no <laughs> he's, he's a he's a bit chunk isn't he yeah he's a little absolutely bit absolutely happy yeah. yeah absolutely happy to be stripped in front of a mm-hmm. prison yeah yeah and then um and then, and then redressed yeah. redressed for his, uh, well, thinking about it, it's a bit like the scene in like Cinderella, or whatever. They're making all the mice and all the dressing true, up. True, but they don't. Lovely. They don't but undress no. her first. No, t- yeah, but that I, was a I bit what missed yeah, out there on. Is a certain amount of yeah, bluebirds putting his scarves around him and stuff. Yeah. But what I enjoyed very much was um, the fact that he got into the car and then immediately was undressed by the yeah. women who were all ravishing him. So, I mean, he might as well have just got in the car naked mm. and they could have dressed him at the other end. <laughs> Yeah. But you know, you're Dolomite, you've got a you gotta set a precedent, don't you? Set an yeah. example. Although I did like the bit where he walks back up to the prison gate and says thrusts his prison clobber back through the <laughs> gate and goes, I won't be needing these anymore and then the prison guard says well, we'll keep them handy for you, Dolomite, because we'll be seeing you soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He never goes back. No, 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 he doesn't. No, no, no. He proves his... Uh, well, we get to see a brilliant... The, the, I love the flashback to when he was caught, which is very early on, when, mm. he, when they're sort of going, you remember why you're here, don't you, Dolomite? And then there's no transition, just a smash cut <laughs> to, um, to the past when Dolomite's outside his house and there's three coppers including the two noughties mm. and he goes hide behind the tree no. and he goes and sends the guy and stands behind a tree oh, yeah. which was uh, a brilliant bit there's of there's a lot of uh, suspicious hiding isn't there yes I'm not sure I'm not actually sure that that man who played the police officer who mm. arrested him uh, in that smash cut would have been hired by the where, where's it set? What, by the US police force? Mm. I'm not sure. It's Nevada or California, I think. I'm not probably, sure. Probably one of those. Because his English is so broken. He's like obviously some kind of, uh, I don't know, he's Italian or something like that. Um, mm. Yeah, something, yeah. His English is so broken, there's no way he would no. have got Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, but either way, he manages it. Yeah. And, uh, and they said, um, yeah, that's right. We found you with a bunch of stolen furs mm. and half a million dollars of narcotics yeah <laughs> why didn't you lead with that that's petty yeah. larceny in comparison to half a million in 1975 mm. half a million dollars worth yeah but, but inflation that was, on that 
not only that, but that it was the fucking smallest bag of coke <laughs> two, I've two ever seen. Yeah. Because the because later on when he chucks that bag of coke on the copper, <laughs> yeah, yeah. half a million dollars of coke in a copper's face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just the residue on that bag would have killed yeah. that guy. Then he shoved it in. Yeah, it's um, it I, I it's that low budget that they just don't really care. That's the bit where he walks in his gob as well, isn't yeah, it? like yeah. his mouth, that and then he great. just walks away with like half a freaking 20 grand on his leg yeah 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 yeah. he's got these huge (laughs) fucking loon pants on and his cards are like and and there's there's easy $200,000 worth if if the measurements are to be believed $200,000 worth of cocaine down down his left leg yeah it's pretty great Um, I don't at no point did any of these things annoy me because I found it such a joyous and peculiar experience. I don't mm. know about you. I've seen, I've, I've not seen a huge amount of black exploitation, but I do enjoy it. it I've only. It's, yeah. a, it's a great film. It's I a really very specific it. genre, but I do think it's good fun. It was kind of cool. I've, I've only really seen like Black Killer, um, and that was like I really enjoyed that. That was pretty cool. I'm. And yeah, I think I saw this thing called, um, which I mentioned before, like the horror noir thing. Mm. Um, and they mentioned that, and, and it was really cool seeing how, like, because they were like, we've got a sex symbol who's like really attractive and like, but at the same time really caring. And, and yeah, so um, anyway, mm. so it's nice, but. Well, interesting thing also um netflix are not to be outdone on the black exploitation front because they have pam grit the pam Grier film oh Coffee yeah on uh, netflix now which is excellent it's mm. really really good that one um uh, you might know pam Grier from being the lead role in jackie brown well that's my only experience of sort of black exploitation films before this was mm. um i think i saw someone sort of channel four in the yeah. 90s when they did like a season yeah. of them yeah. or something yeah but there was uh, obviously because uh, that's tarantino's black exploitation D- jackie film, brown jackie it? brown is his ode mm. to black exploitation yeah. Mm. yeah definitely and then the only other thing that i've seen which, which i think is also an ode because it, it must have come out in the 90s which was i'm going to get you sucker I don't know yeah. if you remember that. That's that was definitely mm. a, a black exploitation. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and and the sort of yeah, shaft and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, so the first thing he does is he goes off and gets laid, and then he just sort of goes about trying to find stuff. One of my favourite characters who never opens his eyes in the entire film. Oh, yeah. That guy Creeper. Yeah. Oh, Smackhead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's great. He plays it so well. Mm-hmm. He plays such yeah. a great sort of. Um, he probably was really high at the time. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the thing. They probably just let him talk and worked it into the story mm. i mean but yeah there is a guy who has been on heroin or has been around a lot of people yeah. Mm. um yeah creeper's kind of great the uh, or i just before he meets creeper though before he actually after he's done his sort of initial post-prison car shagging mm. yes um he also gets followed immediately and then murders yeah. some people on the road doesn't he yeah he gets, yes he, he gets his girls to drop him off behind a tree oh yeah, yeah. with the machine gun that they that's, provide that, that's him. his yep. That's his baby, isn't it? Yeah, That's yeah. his gun. Mm. That's his gun, yeah. Which he only seems to use... That one time, as far as I remember. I would have liked to have seen him popping caps in asses with that bad boy all the way through the film. It would yeah. have been... I think it was probably... Well, there's there's one blood pack in the whole thing that I saw. Oh, that was later on. Yeah, later on. It was in Creeper's oh, no. apartment, no, actually. Oh, no, another one. Oh, was there? Oh, OK. Yeah. Well, th- they were certainly at a premium yeah. by, the, by the looks of it. Mm. So they didn't use them very often. And also, it wasn't that much gun stuff because there was a lot of kung fu. I felt like blood spat. Pack, like blood was quite easy to make and it's just like corn flour and stuff well it, it's the or explosion it, oh it's but could you not just like have like a pillow that you kind of 
No, I suppose, yeah. I don't know how to make a blubber pack. Compressed no. air, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Possibly. I think mm. it was a small explosive charge. Maybe. Anyway. But, yeah. But, but they, they didn't use them very much because it was mainly uh, mano a mano fighting. Although there mm. was a quite a few scenes of police having guns out all the time. Yes. And there was that great sequence where they go into the house to find him just after some guys have tried to kill him and they've done the tree for it mm. and he gets arrested for murder yeah. and the police go through the house like clearing the rooms and it's the most over the top <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of like them covering corners and yeah. I mean, those two police were some of the shittest actors I've ever come across <laughs> but you kind of forgave them for their woodenness because they were like I'm like well they police mm. police should be wooden as fuck yeah it was like yeah they, they were also bent as nine bob notes, but oh, yeah. Yeah. sorry, Karen. It was kind of a bit like watching Finders Keepers. It was kind of just like <laughs> rambling around the, the Neil, house. The Neil Buchanan <laughs> yeah. um, uh, house-destroying mm. TV show, yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> the other thing that I really loved is because um, Dolomite and uh, Creeper kind of go about to Creeper's little den. Well, he's broom. And, like, um, and he's like, all right, tell me, tell me, tell me. Like, tell me who it is or whatever. And he's just taking a hit and it's like, and I'm not telling you anything. I'm just going to lay and fall. Yeah. He wants him to shoot up first. Yeah. Also, he's got a ready prepared hit because he just picks up a full needle. They walk in together. Creeper picks up a full needle. Doesn't well, even get wrap off his arm. Yeah, so <laughs> he didn't even turn K's arm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That man had some veinage. Yeah. yeah. And well, like, not surprised. His eyes were closed the whole time. What would be the point? Is it going to be sterile? Probably not. I don't think no, Creeper I mean, cares honest, by that probably point. Don't, yeah. Yeah. It gets to a point where I don't know the desire I, to have heroin in your system overrides a lot of part of me feels like I'd if I if I did part it, which I, I do not, or I probably won't I won't. I like I would want to like sterilize it because no. well I you know, think that's like my life legacy. In the modern sure. in the modern era of heroin addiction, yeah. there are needle exchanges you can quite easily get clean needles, there's no you need can quite resheaf it easily, but can't you? I imagine back in nineteen seventy Seventies yeah. era America. Yeah, you weren't getting like needles just from down the pharmacy mm. unless you were diabetic. No, which I didn't know. You can actually get syringes from the pharmacy for free. And yes, I didn't realise that, that, and that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's our little tip for you if you want a free syringe. Needles, syringe technology. Those would have been sort of heavy gauge. Heroin addiction would have been a painful fucking... You'd have been able to see straight like down them. 12 and, and a half. Yeah. No, it, maybe 15. It would have been like a, a 10 millimeter aluminium spacer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> it would be it would be more akin to what you'd find in B&Q than uh, what you'd find down the... Uh, down just the a straw, isn't it? It's yeah, yeah, pretty much just a life straw. supply. Yeah, it'd be pretty horrible. Yeah, it'd, it'd be what people are charging like 12 quid for now so mm. that you can... Uh, not use plastic straws because I feel like we know so much about heroin <laughs> oh yeah I mean I know a lot um, but well, that's, that's for another time and a different discussion <laughs> nice, yeah we're here mainly to discuss the film Dolomite but yeah. I did think it was past. no but it was interesting to uh, <laughs> no I've, I've known a fair few heroin users myself but that's I just uh, had sweeties that's punk rock oh I didn't have any heroin because um because I'd seen people on it. <laughs> That's a really good way of putting yourself off yeah. certain drugs. Still used to call sweeties. <laughs> but anyway, Dolomites basically said, all right, I'm going to fix you up with some heroin. 
So presumably they've gone to a dealer. Creeper's asked for what he wants. Mm. And Dolomite's gone, there's your money. Come on, Creeper. Let's go back yours. And you can tell me all the stuff, okay? I'm giving you a lift here in my nice car. Mm -hmm. Great. And then he lets him shoot and then he lets him shoot up first before getting the answer. Mm. Like, the answer will take what five seconds to say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. just make him say it before you let him. And yeah, that's yeah. the maddest bit. Mm. So yeah, give him give him the give him the uh, the treat. Yeah, you you hold on to that yeah. bag, yeah. Dolomite. You slip that in your pimp pocket. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If he gets too close to you, smack him with your cane. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't don't worry about all of this stuff. And yeah, so that bit that's the only bit that annoyed me because a street smart guy like Dolomite would have known that. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It, it sort of it didn't work. But I'm picking holes in Dolomite. You know, I mean, that's the, that's not the way to enjoy Dolomite. Yeah. No, because don't pick holes in a self in, in a in a film that yeah, he, he paid for it himself. Yeah, I can so. tell. Right, yeah. so so that, Tommy Wiseau appeared for that himself, and Dolomite is Rudy has popped in, mm. and he's wiped the floor with him. So yeah. you know. Oh yeah, I mean, if and he's even created a better sex scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, he's put himself in a lot of sex scenes, mm. but at no point do we have to see his weird ass, which is what happens yeah. in the room. And Lisa equivalent is fine. So, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, no, he does. Uh, no, they, they look like sex scenes where um, both people enjoy it. But I did like the smash cut from getting on top to rolling off and it just made it look like he'd got on top went and then fell back off again yeah, yeah. Uh, that was very funny All and this, there's some editing in this is just really <laughs> unintentionally hilarious yeah yeah and then like it, it wasn't just that they just rolled off they were like no no we're gonna have a mini fight and then we're gonna do the scene which yeah. would have been before yeah they, yeah they had an angry bit and yeah. it looked like it was um, non-consensual yeah and yeah. then he says uh, I'm gonna give you the best uh, fucking you've ever had yes mm -hmm. and then um I mean, it's it's a very quick good yeah, yeah. fucking Oh, Because yeah. the first one was like a second, and then the second was... 30 um, seconds? Yeah. If that. Oh, at most, He yeah. scaled it up a bit. And they are not Like sexy. a factory production? They are not um, sexy. No. They're that, not, no. one shot from underneath Dolomite. Mm. And it was, oh. So do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, that was a scene. And yeah. the other proper weird bit is... Um, when you were like in the mirror room or whatever his bedroom or mm. her, whoever's it were oh it was her bedroom um, there was like this um, sort of bust of dolomite in the kind of distance <laughs> right oh, next to him yeah when he because you know when he walks in he's got that bottle of uh, brandy yeah and two glasses and yeah. she's lying in there and she goes oh what took you so long it's at the the brothel right there is a, a gold or bronze bust of Dolomite uh, on yeah. the table, and there's a little dressing table. Yeah, it's like there's a single bed, the table, and then mm. another single bed wow. in the door. And there is a, gold, <laughs> a bronze bust of Dolomite what? on the table like, where he puts the brandy down. Yeah. Like Greg Davis's head from Taskmaster. <laughs> a, a bit, it's more like the head from Art Attack. Right. <laughs> it's, it's astonishing, because you just went, is that? His own head. But and it, I thought you were like, what, what, what do you mean? Oh, in the background, yeah. The there one was on a his callback in the club. Uh, well, not in the club, in um, Dolomite's like ladies' pen. 
place. Oh, yes. Um, and there was another bust of someone else. And that might have been Queen Bee or Dolomite. I can't quite remember. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was a bit weird. But I, d- I like that she missed him so much that she had to sort of do a Lionel Richie and get Dolomite's <laughs> face cast. Yeah. <laughs> It was a it was a hello level um, yeah uh, it, it, piece it, of art as well. It wasn't as good a rendering, I'll give it that. But then again, having said that, the distance. Yeah, yeah, who it knows? Was, yeah. So Rudy's. It might have been a very small man just with his face painted bronze. Yeah, who was watching? But it's uh, it, it's pretty great. But yeah. yeah, so he's got these. Yeah, that's when he's got his little bottle of brandy and all that mm. kind of stuff. But it's. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot and he's just trying to work out this Willie Green guy is the guy who set him up yeah that's the uh, and Willie Green right in that flashback when they find the coats and the drugs mm. Willie Green is in the back of what appears to be a two seater car because <laughs> there's that yes. convertible what use your microphone Tom oh sorry I was just I'm actually I'm looking for the bust <laughs> oh right <laughs> <In> <laughs> Because I um, need to see it. Oh, it's it, like if it's you look amazing. in Dolomite Loves You. I mean, there's a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. There's a um, few. One of the choice scenes. I'm never going to find it. There's too much to flick through. I need to. <laughs> I'm going to try and find this for you, Tom. Because <laughs> I feel like your life has. I missed the bust. I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to watch. I mean, the like film. I missed the burst. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It 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 is oh, yeah, it is really funny. Time. But yeah, um, in in the in the. In the bust scene, not the bust, in the scene where he is busted. Yeah. When he gets put in the car and taken off, then yeah. it crosses over to um, that fourth cop who arrives. The FBI agent. Yeah, the FBI guy, and goes, okay. Then, then he gets back in his car, and in the back of it is Willie Green, mm. played by, um, I've forgotten his name, but he's also the director. Mm. And... He looks like Gary Coleman. He's really small. He does look he's, like Gary he's really, really small, and he's in the back of what appears to be a two-seater sports car. Uh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a convertible. Yeah. I'm sure it is, but it, it, it's it's really, really funny, and it made me laugh a mm. lot. But yeah, so he's the bad guy, and he has taken over um, the club that dolomite runs oh yeah because dolomite kind of runs in and he like cuts open a sofa or something he cuts open oh no the floor carpet yeah to get like some i think money or drugs or something out he gets a he gets a few he gets uh, 50 grand out he gets a couple of gangster rolls of yeah he gets 50 grand and goes there that's what i owe Mm -hmm. oh yeah it's my club again now yeah go shit yourself get your money (laughs) and so he uh found it Oh, yeah. Is it proper his bust? Is that that one there? Let's have a look. Yeah. Oh, it totally is, yeah. It's weird because it's got like um, a little sort of half. Oh, maybe it's like a puppet or something because it's, it's got like weird, a drop down face. Yeah. Um, it was one of the first things that Emma <laughs> spotted in that scene. Emma's got a very, very good knack of spotting peculiarities within a scene. It's quite the education to watch films with her. Yeah. I've got, I like, well, because I can't pick it apart, like, um, not academically, but um, I can pick apart the weird things. Oh, sure, sure. And that's fine with me. I like the bizarre. Um, but yeah, Tom's that, that bus was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I'm not surprised why. Tom's mesmerised. And I'm not surprised <laughs> yeah. because it is fucking weird. And it's, it's odd because it's like, is this like 
a, a level of egotism mm. that has transcended, or well, is this just... Also, this is a brothel, so just <sighs> any Tom, Dick or Harry comes in there eight or nine times a day, it, but, and but, there's just a bust of dolomite <laughs> on the... But, I mean, to be fair to Dolomite, whenever he goes anywhere, everyone's magnetised to him. Like, they, well, they love him. That's that's one Pretty of the... Because uh, it's sort of around this point when he, he's off out to try and sort something out and he parks up and there's uh, a group of young men and they've got a bottle in a brown paper bag. They're passing it around mm -hmm. and they're like, hey, are you Dolomite? And he's like, yep. And yep. someone's like, whatever, prove it. So he does a massively long. I suppose it is a toast. It's it's like um, it's the it's sort of where part of where hip hop came from. Of course, part of where the rapping section comes from. But it's sort of a poem, but it's freestyle. There's no yeah. rigidity to the format and stuff. And it's this long. It's, it must be five minutes long. It's very long. Thing. It's very very long. Um, um, and and he's doing it's a great monologue. A story mm. about. Um, the only black guy on the Titanic or something like mm. that. It's got that kind of a, a joke to it. And, mm. um, and, it's, and it's sort of humorous and weird. And people are like sort of looking at each other and applauding and sort of, you know, passing this bottle around. And, and, I, and I guess that that is knowing, knowing stand-up as we do, Tom. Yes. And knowing films that are vehicles for stand-ups. Yes. Mm. That's probably something he did in his stand-up. Yeah. yeah. Or that very, is, very similar. That is what the character of Dolomite did. Yes. Mm. So but whether that whether that was part of his actual act or yeah, was, was just... Oh, right, that, yeah, yeah. that bit was just pulled all straight sweet. out. All of those bits... Right, all of the toasting was... From, yeah. <laughs> so okay. Straight from his Dolomite character that he did on stage. When, uh, he started off as Rudy Ray Moore. Mm. Yeah. He actually, um, he, he said earlier that he, he, he did stand-up in, um, in the late 60s. He actually yeah. released his first comedy album in 1959. Really? Wow. Yeah. He, um, oh, uh, th these were straight sort of stand-up. Mm. Um, he did one in 1959 and one in 1962, um, uh, which were different. They were more sort of like heavy black-centric. Mm. Right, right, right. So did he... Sorry, um, did he do like um, the same kind of thing throughout all the series of the films? Uh, I've not seen the rest of the films. All oh, right, okay, so yeah. The character Dolomite was created from for the stage. Yeah, from his stand-up, uh, yeah. Influenced by uh, other black comedians such as Pryor. Mm. All right. So Dolomite took his, uh, mm. Ray Moore took his inspiration from Pryor. And Sweet. And also, he, he wanted to sort of create this pimp character. Mm. Um, but also. Um, if it wasn't for Rudy Ray Moore and Dolomite, we would have no Snoop Dogg. Because Snoop Dogg uh, stated that his direct influence for starting rap mm. was Dolomite. That's oh. awesome. And without Dolomite, there would be no Snoop Dogg. Wow. That has quite a big impact yeah. on... Uh, yeah. Well, then you don't have G-Funk yeah, well, as a movement. I think there was or, a, a couple not in of the same way. as well that were directly mm. influenced by... Mm. I can't remember who. Well, uh, lots of poets and toasters and stuff like that like well um ice t for example he got his name from iceberg slim yeah um because his name's uh, ice t's name is tracy and people used to call him t and mm. they'd say hey give us some of that ice t and ice t just became ice t was born ice t became ice t yeah um so so uh, so yeah so because it's, it's that weird thing of when there's when it's the first generation of people to do something, mm. 
the people who influence them aren't the ones that actually do the same thing technically they do something slightly different so you know that's the it's why um rock and roll came out of skiffle <laughs> skiffle and blue skiffle skiffle is like you know the stuff where uh people play like the tea chest bass and uh, mm. rattle around on uh, washboards and stuff oh yeah yeah it's that like seasick steve yeah well, like, no, well no i know it's like the older times yeah yeah, yeah. That, like jug bands and stuff and nice. you know and all that kind of thing um that's pretty cool yeah so it's so that like so this is what skiffle was to rock and roll mm. i suppose this is what that is to hip-hop so i didn't know you'd be like ski 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 but <laughs> it, that is not skiffle <laughs> It would be, yeah, yeah, they would sort of one step up from jug bands and stuff like that. Sweet. That's very All that business. So, so, yeah, so he does He does a very long poem about the Titanic. Mm-hmm. And everyone's, like, really engaged, like, absolutely drawing it. Yeah. And, um, then, and then he's like, is that enough? And this guy <laughs> goes, no, do the rest of it. Yeah. So then he just carries on doing the rest mm. of it, and it's really fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's great. It's a really good bit. Mm. Um, I wouldn't open with it, but, you know, yeah. times are different now. Everyone, everyone's um, different. Um, and so, so, yeah, so he's paid... He's paid 50 grand to Willie Green's men. Mm. And what I love about that scene is that he walks in, he's got he's got one of his girls to drop him off a key. Oh, yeah. And it's this key to this bit under the floorboards. Mm. So he's gone in and he starts tearing up the carpet with a knife. But the funniest thing is, is that as soon as he walks in, someone's like, hey, Dolomite, this ain't your club anymore. And he's like whatever and he just walks straight past him and he just has this guy following going hey hey stop oi stop it <laughs> hey dolomite no dolomite stop what are you doing the carpet now no yeah, bad dolomite oh, bad dolomite oh mate and, and at any point right considering that willie green wants him dead yeah, yeah. he could have just shot him yeah because he had a gun pointed yeah. at dolomite but doesn't use it yeah, yeah. he could have <laughs> shot him had the gun it said someone get Willie Green here down now mm. Willie Green would have just gone top work mate well done yeah. here's a bung for you yeah, yeah. now let's get this cleaned up and we can pretend it never happened That's it. if the cops turn up just say nothing but I don't Fine. think well I thought basically that uh, Dolomite was cutting up the carpet and yeah. it was only a little bit of carpet what would have needed fixing mm. whereas if I had done, gone shot him yeah. uh, we would have had to have replaced the whole carpet which would have come at a greater expense yeah. see I once had um, it was my friend's party or something or like my party I can't remember at her house and um, she had this tiny bit of carpet in her bedroom because she only just moved in and um, I needed to be sick because I had way too much and I was like 17, 18 and um, I couldn't go in the toilet so then I just like ran into a room and I threw up on a tiny bit of carpet like and she was like that's my only, only bit. bit of carpet and vomited on it yeah. yep and the rest and and in her shoes so you know just saying if, if someone's only got a tiny bit just just go outside mm. that's always an option I once destroyed a man's well kept uh, uh, compost bin <laughs> by vomiting in it and the whole compost had to be thrown away because <laughs> I vomited that much. The stomach acid would have made it untenable. Once he's got his club back, mm. he's paid the 50 grand that was already in the club. Um, so he's given that to the guy and said, right, you've got an hour to fuck off out of here. And they go, all right then. So they just go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he goes, right, we're opening the club tonight and we're having the full show on. And so then he goes to a dojo, or a... Is that what they're called? 
Yeah. Karate place. Yes. He, he goes to a karate school. Yeah. Where all of his girls are... All, all of the girls who used to dance at the club mm. also... Oh, highly like, trained martial artist. Yeah, he's effectively got a tiny army. Yeah, and he and he walks in and and he basically says, uh, "Oh, by the way, um, don't worry, girls, you don't have to do this anymore. The club's open again." So it was like he was hey, just having yeah. them learn martial arts until the club reopened. Which, I mean, to be honest, at least if they're gonna do work that puts them in danger of um, potentially aggressive people, mm. um, quite a good skill set to have. So, reasonably conscious employee, yeah. employer. Oh, no, it was good. Um, on the whole. And so, uh, but then they all sit on the floor in a circle and listen to him tell a story. Oh, Dolomite's like uh, yeah, a little story time. Yeah. Um, terrible scripting decisions in the film all the way through. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Completely bizarre sort of sequences that mm. I go, whoa, what? <laughs> the whole bit at the beginning with the uh, uh, in the prison when he gets released mm. was a whole bizarre piece of script. Mm. And there's also another bit where he's back in prison. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then they just come and let him out again. And he's playing yeah. chess or something. Domino. He's domino. Yeah. Domino. Oh, there's a yeah. guy. There is a guy playing. Yeah, a guy building house out of dominoes. And, and he just there's, waltzes oh, off. Because there's the black cop who's barely in it. Hmm. But who's like trying to take down Willie Green? Yeah. And the good and the bad, the bent coppers. And the bent coppers. Mm. Um, but Dolomite's suspicious of him because he's a copper. Yeah. And then it turns out he's all right. Mm. Um, and yeah, so he like tries to help him, and he's like, "Yeah, screw off, copper." Mm. And he's like, "All right then." Yeah. Oh, and then there's that um, crooked priest as well. Oh, <laughs> he was awesome. And sometimes very beta. Yeah, yeah. he was. I, I loved him. He was great. Yeah, he's interesting. Because <laughs> um, um, he's like, um, the coppers come in and they, they chat to the priest. Mm. And they're like, oh, we've just got some cause for, for school children or something. And he's like, oh, yeah? Open it up. Loads of guns. Oh, yeah. Shit ton of rifles. Yeah. Moving those... Um, he doesn't hide them very well. No. He's quite happy for people to see him. Yeah, like the police just find the gun. Mm. The police find the guns. The police find the guns and then they go, you're doing good work here, Reverend. <laughs> we, ain't, uh, yeah. we ain't seen nothing here, have nope. we? Oh, no. I okay. think we'd, our job yeah. is done. <laughs> oh, um, see you got yourself some firearms there. Yes, well, you know how difficult it is to protect everyone mm -hmm. from bad people when they're at church. He goes, oh, yeah, that's yep. a good point. That yep, Well that done, well done. Because God to doesn't be protect. To be forearmed is to be forewarned or some shit. Yeah, I mean... I'm that's not slating anyone yeah. who believes in God, by the way. No, no, no. This is a this is a bent priest. This mm. is this is a, a bad man. But uh, and then later on, he's um. He some hidden in a coffin. Yeah. Oh, oh that's well, the best that, bit. That is proper cool, though. He's got, he's yeah. got two of his blokes. Yeah. Dolomite. Get, to be dead. Dolomite goes uh, to in see him, and he's coffin. like, "I'm in the middle of a double funeral because there's two <laughs> open caskets yeah. with these two blokes in there lying down." And then he's like, "Well, maybe I won't do what you say there, Reverend." And then he snaps his fingers, and these two apparent corpses just suddenly. Spin around and they've got a couple of rifles pointing at Dolomite. It's cool as fuck. It is really, really awesome. But they, uh, it sort of comes to a head at 
the grand reopening of um, Dolomite <laughs> Club, which has a full evening, as you said oh. earlier, a full evening's entertainment presented. Uh, yeah? Yeah, because like, they're at the table and um, Willie's like, with this lady and he's like trying to put the moves and she's not really that fussed. And then Dolomite strolls in mm. and she's like, oh, hey, Dol. <laughs> hey, I've been waiting for you mm. all this time. Isn't that what's the name? What's she called? Crystal? Yeah, potentially, Shy. yeah. Shy, Shy, yes. Oh, short for yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, she's genius. Oh, Shy's um, really cool. Yeah, I like Shy. Um, and then he, and she's like, I've been waiting for you. And then he just waltzes off and, and leaves her. Because that is what our uh, good man Dolomite does. Because he's, he's really cool. Like, yes. No, it's good. No, it's um, but the but the the evening's entertainment is yes. phenomenal. It's. Oh, I, oh, oh, yeah. oh, you. Sorry, I've just remembered the one that's the evening's entertainment. That's brilliant. The tambourine man. The guy who plays the tambourine. Yes. In the band, because they they have a full band playing. Mm-hmm. They've got like uh, they've got. Two singers, mm. well, main singer and a background singer who also plays the tambourine, There's and they've guitarist. got a saxophonist and a trumpet player, I think, who mm. are the four lined up at the front like Abba. But if that band was not the direct influence for everything that Prince ever fucking did, <laughs> I do not know what else could have been. I think Prince had released one album in 1975. I think his first one came out in 75. They I could were, be wrong. After he saw but, Dolomite, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, he saw Dolomite and went, I am that band, all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm every single member, uh, particularly the tambourine player who had the longest scarf hanging down his back. Yeah, he, and the most he, sweetest expression. He, he was like the, a little sweetheart. He struck the tambourine so lightly yes. as to make probably no sound whatsoever. Yep. And it was, it was just phenomenal. And the singer, and so there's this sort of, I suppose they look a bit like Earth, Wind and Fire, or mm. one of those kind of disco-y kind of bands. Well, they look They're like playing. Prince if he'd yeah, split yeah. himself yeah. in Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then got back together. Yeah. Like uh, it, they were like Prince was the Megazord of that band. <laughs> he was the Voltron. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he could play all those instruments. <laughs> And uh, do all and the singing and the dancing. Some. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then I some, bet yeah. Prince's tambourine <laughs> touch was so light. <laughs> I bet, yeah. Like, like a Victoria sponge made by Mary Berry. <laughs> heaven. It was the light, yeah, Straddling yeah. the stage oh. with its cream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was... Uh, it was pretty wild and then obviously they they did i think they did two songs they did two songs yeah. and the worst bit is because like it was sort of heartbreaking the audience nothing <gasps> that nothing shot that they keep going back to the audience they're yeah. just staring those audience yeah. were motherfuckers fucking yeah. hilarious i mean uh, you and i have played to those that audience working men's clubs <laughs> we've, we've done that together and I've apart on more occasions than we wish to remember I've just talked to that audience we played a <laughs> yeah. ferry on the North Sea that was as bad as that <laughs> that's true yeah yeah oh god that is true yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've done Morley working men's club um, on ladies night wow yeah <laughs> I was on, on honestly that, that audience on that North Sea ferry um were particularly bad for me 
because I was coming down from a shitload of Amsterdam. <laughs> you had Amsterdam quite a lot that I had day. Amsterdamed a lot. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. sat next to you for most of it, and I was just drinking coffee, so I was a bit <laughs> all day long. You and were then on the coach on the way back to the ferry. Nice. Amsterdamed all of the leftover Amsterdam. Oh yeah, you were Amsterdamaged. Yeah, I was Amsterdamaged, and I was like, <laughs> but then I continued Amsterdamming on on the coach, <laughs> on, the, on the, the water coach. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and that audience were f- fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was sober, yeah. and I thought much the same. So I think we must have been correct. Wow. Yeah, and then uh, and then the rest of the evening was just <gasps> you, me, and popular comedian Rob Mulholland looking at the water. Yeah, uh, that sounds quite romantic. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. We'd shaved some shavings of some form of truffle mm. onto the free water ferry water water coach buffet. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Pretty, yeah. pretty wild, yeah, but but that but that dead audience just sat there, yeah. just staring, and then even through that beautiful sinner who um, mm. came on, and oh, she yeah. was great, like oh, yeah. so yep. So they had they had the girl singer, yeah, because it is just like a working men's club. The band yeah, came yeah. on, they did a song, and a girl singer. Yep. Then they had that dancing group yeah, who did that, that sort of slight the double white dancers. Yeah. dancers who did that slightly troubling kind of. Um, um, it's quite tribal. That's yeah, tribal. That's I the wasn't word. troubling. It was tri- it's troubling for you as a as a as a woke white man. Yeah, but yeah. not for them. No, they se- they seem exploitation. They seem to be enjoying yeah. themselves, uh, except the audience weren't. No, the audience, again, yeah, the nothing. Were, were the audience at home loving it. Oh yeah, mm. absolutely. I was proper. Oh yeah, this is good shit. You got up, joined in. Yeah, did. Yeah. Mm. Put on your grass skirt. No. <laughs> put, put a bone through your nose. <laughs> you immediately started cooking And then your you wife. turned into was, live and let die. powdered bone. Oh, all right. Otherwise yeah. known as g- bone cane. These are a few of my dolomite things. <laughs> and then and then once the dancing's done, uh. then the greatest thing happens, which is dolomite comes out. I think this might... Was this your favourite bit, Emma? Because he comes out and a laugh <laughs> removes his cape. Yes! <laughs> And then, and second lass removes his second cape. Yes. Yeah, double cape he action. Was wearing two capes. I mean, that is fucking pimpers. Yeah. It, mean, was, that, well, it was extra. That is more pimp. It was extra. <laughs> more pimp than having women be sex workers yeah. for you. Yeah. But not which just is, sex which, workers. Which is literally. Highly trained karate like, sex workers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but the thing is, I mean, the deaf. The, the simple definition of a pimp is someone mm. who <laughs> sells women for se- money. Sells yeah. women for money. What but I will it's more pimp to have two capes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some, I don't know how, but, but it's, it's also more pimp to train your sex workers <laughs> in kung fu. Yeah, yes. it is. Yeah. having kung fu fuckers. Yeah, but yeah. I will say the the two capes was the point where I was most at my highest arousal state. Yes, that's true. And mm. you 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 Very kept on excited. getting up during the film. Right. 
to yeah. look for capes to wear. Well, I mean, it started because yeah. I put a moustache on because the guy with like he had this oh, yeah, moustache curtains. There's, there is a there is a subplot involving the mayor. Yeah. Oh, that fucker! <laughs> you, oh my god, the mayor caused me some hide uh, some distress. Oh really? At work, <laughs> and I'll tell you for why. Right. So there's a, there's a sequence where um, where one of Dolomite's sex workers is basically infiltrated in the, the mayor's is it, house. Is it shy? Yes. Is it shy? No, I don't think no, it's Oh, is shy. it Queen Bee? No, it's no, not no, no, because she's got no, sorry. But the, 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 the mayor's put out a hit on, mm-hmm. on Dolomite, hasn't he? Yes. yes. And which, so these guys are going to go and take out a hit on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got to talk about the hit as well. <gasps> yeah. But the, so the mayor. This this scrawny little fucking feist, fucking white, he's, fucking bald. Uh, oh he's yeah, like, he's he's a little Ron Jeremy-ish. Yeah, yeah, in definitely. This sort of just sort of. Have you seen One-Eyed Monster, so- by the way? Sorry. Have you seen One-Eyed Monster? No. no. That's Ron Jeremy's uh, film about his um, penis. Yeah, it goes off and um, is electrified in a Frankensteinian manner and uh, runs away and just like have that it with many a person on the set because it's porn set. They've managed to make a film where Ron Jeremy's knob is in it, but he isn't. Oh no, he is. He is also in it, and yeah, it's got Tara from Buffy. Does it oh. have? Yeah. Is his knob in it like though? Is it like graphic? Um, it runs around. So it's a, it's a, it's a bolded his knob. I, I, I guess, yeah. I mean, they couldn't have cut it off and then just kind of flopped it around. Unless his knob. <laughs> well, he did, I think he did have a, have his own dildos made. Was that his like yeah. boomstick that so he was like just <laughs> came out in the centre? Could of the be, thing. yeah. But yeah, the mayor's a bit uh, yeah. Ron Jeremy. Yeah, he, and yeah, he's, he's sort of quite. He's sort of sort of very <laughs> soft, balding sort of. I mean, he's. I mean. Yeah, he's Ron Jeremy without the ability to be a world-famous porn star, basically. (laughs) And also, Ron Jeremy's probably a reasonable man to be around. This guy's a cunt. Absolutely. Yeah. So the the mayor, after having called this hit on Dolomite, Mm. is having it away... Well, he calls the hit whilst he's having it away, doesn't he? Who's he speaking? He's having a phone call whilst he's having it away with one of Dolomite's... But yeah, his wife's yeah. also there as well. His wife? Yeah. That's right, yeah. Mm. Uh, or is it his wife he's having it away with? No, both. About, he's having it away with them both. Yeah. But they, uh, so they end up, so he ends up going to the bathroom mm. and you see his <clears throat> flabby white arse mm. and he mm. goes off to make another phone call but then that's when Dolomite's sex worker turns on him and pulls a gun on him mm. yeah and then they have a fight mm. so i'm watching this in the car at, <laughs> at work right with my on my phone on in my sort of like phone holder and it's plugged into my stereo via an aux cable so the sound is quite loud anyway this so as i'm parked watching this oh yeah uh, a couple of people, a couple of women walk past the car <gasps> as he's having this fight with this woman. Now, this basically looks like, <laughs> to them, they on, they can only see and hear this fight with a naked man and a woman <laughs> in pink underwear. Yep. And they're going, ah, ah, 
like that, and he's going, I'm going to fucking kill you, bitch. And there's also the 70s music going off in the background. Yeah. So I can only assume that they walked past my car and thought I was watching really old porn. Yeah. Really old snuff. Really old snuff. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. But, but then he, yeah. his wife pops in. Yeah. She, like, tries to vet, and then he... And then the sex worker just, like murders her yeah and then goes after him and he's got his little towel he's like no 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 please don't kill me but then she's got a gun and he ends up yeah. strangling her yeah, yeah. he strangles, str- he strangles her in three seconds which is just to show she wasn't that well trained in the kung fu's mm. she'd missed she'd missed throat day mm. yeah never skip throat day no. ladies and gents we're all we're all big gym users here. Oh yeah. Um, and we never <laughs> skip throat day. You never know when someone is going to strangle you in three seconds. Yeah, right. I I slap my throat every now and again. Your throat yeah. would be so hench that no one would be able to strangle you. Yeah. If you have you enough fishermen's friends putting that out there again. I yeah. once actually converted water into hydrogen and oxygen molecules just by swallowing it. That's how <laughs> hench my throat is. Nice. Yeah. Mm. I can swallow a coal <laughs> and top up a diamond. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's true. It's they true. they used to call me H Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> they did. That's so true. Don't do it so much anymore. Yeah. You devalue your own output. That's right. Which is what we're doing with this episode, I think. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> we can put. We'll just take it as cash converters. We'll get something for it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you want to talk about devaluing your property, sure. Yeah. Um, Yes, cash converters in Edinburgh. We're not necessarily promote. Well, I don't know. I'm a bit weird about cash converting places, but whatever. Yeah, it's. But I have <laughs> bought stuff from there. I'm not judging. The no, I know, but there's always there's always a half decent guitar in the front of any cash converters mm. that is being that is having a lot more asks for it than it's worth yeah <laughs> which is uh, always irritating but mm-hmm. can't people are there other things on, on sale in cash converters because like aren't they like pawn shops basically yeah where basically someone could, so what, do they have to wait until the period of pawn is up before they can put that on sale I would assume so potentially because people might want to buy it back, back. Stuff back. yeah yeah you don't have to be in on a period. Well, it's like when I'm saying about Slice Alone buying his dog back. Yes. That wasn't a cash converter situation, oh, but he had to. His dog, but no, but he had to sell it. Unfortunately. Before Rocky got picked up. Yeah, and then oh. he bought his dog Rocky back. Rocky was his home, Hail Mary, but he couldn't afford to look after his dog, so yeah. he sold his dog. Oh, poor and Slice Alone. And then he sold Rocky, <laughs> and he never got Rocky back. No, he sold the script. Oh, he yeah. didn't pawn Rocky. No, no, he didn't no. Pawn no. Rocky. He no, no. He, the character of no, Rocky. He, he got paid yeah. for. He got. He, he pawned Rocky. He couldn't afford to feed Rocky I Balboa. I now. Right. <laughs> um, and so he sold Rocky Balboa. No, he couldn't yeah. afford to look after his dog. And then yeah. when he got paid for Rocky, when that got picked up, he immediately went to the person he sold his dog to and bought him back. Do you think they were like Adrian? I think his dog was called Adrian. <laughs> Adrian the dog. Adrian, sorry. Adrian. Adrian. Um, yeah. So, and then <clears throat> so yeah. So Dolomite has his two capes, mm. big pimpin, two capes. <sighs> Beautiful. Yeah. Removed by two different Dolomite girls, and then he does, if anything, a longer poem. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It feels longer. 
And the audience, this is when the audience perk up. Yeah. They've clearly been sat there. Mm-hmm. Bored, rigid. Yeah. yeah. They've been they've been sat through the open spots. Mm-hmm. They've been sat through the compare, and finally, the one comedian they've ever heard of has mm-hmm. come on stage. Yeah. <laughs> They're enjoying it. So they're sat there wrapped by dolomites mm. and then he finishes he takes a bow goes off backstage and he sat there in his dressing room changing queen bee comes in and mm. says oh willie green's here and he wants to murder you yep and uh and he's like can't you take care of it she's like all right you tell him i'll be out in a bit he goes out and this is the final showdown when mm. uh, willie says um Hours Dolomite. I've been trying really hard not to do black exploitation accents throughout this bit, so I'm just going to do him as if he's from Wakefield. Fair. Um, it was like, Hours Dolomite. I notice you've got this club back. Well, that's the 50 grand, but what about the interest? Mm. I want 100 grand. And Dolomite says, Fuck you. I think well, he literally, literally, says, he literally yeah. says, fuck you. Fuck you, man. Yeah. Goes, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, um, definitely. I'm Dolomite, motherfucker. Yeah, he's like, mm-hmm. um, he this. He says it a lot. He does, mm, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what I really love name. what he says? He's like, oh, um, screw you, you insecure man or whatever. Yeah. He's got his amazing car. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he keeps on calling people every time. Uh, oh, because one of the bent cops keeps on calling him boy, mm. which is bad and awful Mm -hmm. and he never rises to it he just calls him like an insecure or sort of unimportant bloke and stuff it's Mm, it's which is really cool um Um, yeah yeah. my name the dolomites is my name and killing motherfuckers is my game yeah freaking awesome um and so he's just like nah fuck you Mm mm-hmm and then all of a sudden everyone starts fighting and people start running out of the club and then there's just a lot of very tentative kung fu performed by Mm. a lot of female actors yep and uh, lots of running around and then a big fight between dolomite and willie green Mm -hmm. which is some of the most sluggish I'll give you some of the some of the lines. Do you oh. want to hear some of Dolomite's quality lines? Yeah, Imagine go wrap on. up this little bit, yeah, and then we'll and then we'll have a then we'll have a quick surmise of some of his because the dialogue in it is very good, as you'd expect from mm-hmm. a, essentially a poet comedian. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so then uh, he and Willie fight it out. Dolomite gets shot, and then is fine because he kicks the crap out of Willie Green, mm. and then uh, the uh, black detective gentleman runs in and helps him out and then um he's just in the hospital at the end isn't he just yeah. being mm-hmm. yeah it, it f- finishes really abruptly a uh, lot of it is very abrupt and there's also oh, totally, there's yeah. also loads of stuff where it's like okay so what we need to do is this this and this mm-hmm. and then it cuts to after that event and goes well we did it yay there's <laughs> loads of stuff that was clearly <laughs> cut out because they couldn't logistically make it mm. the bit where the, the the guys go to do the hit on dolomite yeah. oh yeah, yeah they go um oh uh, the, the, the 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 hit men have found out that dolomite is in room 2218b or yeah. something like that <laughs> and so they go to the hospital and <laughs> next say, to sherlock yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they go, uh, oh hello uh, I am not a sinister man at all. Yeah. And I am mm. to see my friend Dolomite. 
can you be telling me where his room is? And, um, and they say, uh, I believe he's in room 2218B. And she goes, oh, no, because uh, there's this plot where they say, no, we're going to tell them that you're in a different room. <laughs> yeah. And so they say, no, he's in room 2250. Mm. Yeah. And then the sinister assassin man reaches forward mm. and just very gently strokes <laughs> the cheek of the receptionist. It's one of the most bizarre scenes. <laughs> he reaches, reaches forward and strokes her cheek and says, thank you. Then they go to room 2250 mm. because they've basically done this thing where they've, they've told them to go to a different room so they can mm. set up the assassins. Yeah. Right? Then they walk in and there's a bed with cushions in it and they shoot up the bed. Yeah. And then Dolomite's hidden in the cupboard. I yeah. mean, they could have just done that in his own room. <laughs> 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 to do the room swap thing at all. Yeah, it was no. one of the most bizarre sort of little plot, plot devices which went to nowhere. Yeah, it was bizarre. No, you're absolutely mm. right. It was. It was a very. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's like someone. Uh, it's like someone. You know, in sort of when someone comes up with a plot and they're like, right, what we need to do, right? We tell them you're in a different room, right? Yeah. Mm. And then when they go in there, mm. right, we'll be across the hall. And we'll see that they've gone in there. Yeah. Then we'll blow up the hospital. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, why do they need to be as? Yeah, we'll just blow it up. Blow up the town. Yeah. We'll, we'll just nuke it. But Fuck we'll it. stay in the hospital whilst we blow it up. They'll <laughs> never suspect a thing. That's it. So yeah. So it. Uh, so that's how it ends. So yeah. Go on then. Let, let, let's hear some. Let's celebrate yes. Dolomite with some. Okay. Here's some Dolomites. There's a bit where I don't know if you remember this, but one of Dolomite's girls is afraid. Uh, she thinks she's seen a ghost. Do you remember? <gasps> oh yeah. I yeah. like. I don't necessarily. I'm a bit mixed. Carry on. Yeah. And so Dolomite says, "Ghosts. Yeah. If you ever see a ghost, cut the motherfucker." <laughs> Which is great. Do you it's think like, he means cut the I'm contact good. in the circle? It just means knife the no, ghost. Fair enough. Literally no, knife the ghost. The ghost. <laughs> well, oh, there's a bit I like, which is where uh, someone goes, um, oh, uh, <clears throat> that hoe been stealing from you, Queen Bee. Yeah. Mm. And Queen Bee's like, <gasps> let's have the money. And the girl's like, I didn't do it. And she's like, give me the money. And then she pulls some money out of her bra and she goes, and the rest of it. And then she gives <laughs> her the rest of the money. She goes, now fuck off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wow. That's... She's what? genius. Why was that there? And then literally I was like, oh, is she going to betray them or something? No, nothing. Mm. Nope, just, nothing. Just a bizarre just, just to show how powerful Queen Bee is. Yeah. But, but I mean, she literally walks out there scot-free. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Let's have some more, some more, uh, some more Dolomite, please. Okay. Yeah. Mm, please. Um, it was a couple of uh, Dolomite insults. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, or him being angry at what someone's told him. So he says uh, about one, uh, I'm assuming this is about a white man. That rat soup eating, insecure, honky motherfucker. Mm. Rat soup eating. Uh, Dolomite says, uh, I'm going to let them know that Dolomite is back on the scene. I'm going to let them know that Dolomite is my name and fucking up motherfuckers is my game. <laughs> That's one of his catchphrases. Beautiful. Another one of his catchphrases is, Can you dig it? He says that a lot, <laughs> yeah. and I like that. This yeah, it's cool. This is one of my favourites, uh, where Dolomite says, uh, Man, move over and let me pass, for they have to be pulling these hush puppies out your motherfucking ass. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one, one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and when he gives the cheap prison issue clothes back to the, the prison guard, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he says, You, guard, I want you to take these cheap motherfuckers and wipe your ass with them. 
Um, but then he gets angry at one of the girls as they're dressing him. Mm. Uh, after the woman hands him a pair of cotton boxer shorts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he says, bitch, you bring me these goddamn cotton drawers. You know I ain't wearing no fucking cotton drawers. Mm. And then she pulls out some silk pants for him. As yeah. Yeah. It's good. Was it to ch do you think that was a test to see if he was the real Dolomite? Maybe. Uh, but he wasn't a pod person. Yes, yeah. that's right. He also says, some folks say that Willie Green was the baddest motherfucker the world ever seen, but I want you to hold on to your seats and hold on to them tight, because you're now getting ready to see the story of me, <gasps> me the badass Dolomite. Uh, <laughs> it's a nice bit of his little Isn't that, that's, that's the lyrics from the opening song. It's yeah. the lyrics from the opening song, mm. yeah. The Good one song. thing that I've just clocked again on... Uh, IMBD about um, Dolomite is the fight scenes when they basically just never hit anyone. Oh, yeah. yeah contact Brilliant. Does it, yeah. The one time he's just literally like caressing the air. Oh, here's another one. Uh, you know business born insecure jock jawed motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> There's a uh, Th there was one description of uh, the film, which was uh, the adventures of uh, an unusually eloquent pimp. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was great. Oh, it's brilliant. It, I th if you've got Amazon, there's no reason to not watch it. Mm, absolutely. You know what I mean? It's it's um, it's great. It's, it's 90 minutes as well. It's yeah. Oh, quick perfect. Yeah. Mm. It it doesn't feel long. Nope. It doesn't. It doesn't drag at any point. Oh, absolutely Maybe not. Maybe in the poetry a little bit. It feels mm. quite long. You know, it's happening for a long time. Mm -hmm. But that's largely to do with the fact that there's so little editing. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, maybe for modern eyes, but it is just very long shots of a man reciting a poem, basically. Mm. Well, as they, um, as the name of Dolomite's Club is. Uh, Dolomite's total experience. Yes, oh, it is. Yes. yes. That's what you need to know about the film. Oh, yeah. Dolomite's total experience. It is. Mm -hmm. um, it's not particularly gory or violent. No. Not not in a sort of not explicit violence. Yeah. No. There's a lot of karate action scenes. The, yeah. John <laughs> <laughs> no. John <laughs> no. Um, no. The, uh, the Chuck Norris karate school gets a nod. I don't know if they just used one of their dojos for it or if they mm. were, um, you know, involved in any way. But, um, no, it's sort of a bit pantomime-y. It's oh, totally. very sort of... But they're very quick fight scenes as well. Mm. Like oh, quite, yeah. Quite sort of, like, elaborate. Yeah. It's elaborate sort of uh, <laughs> dance karate. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's oh, it's, it's very choreographed. And some of the, particularly some of the Dolomite girls... They act as th their kung fu looks a lot more like dance than it does. Yes. Yeah. And and that's possibly because they some of them have a background in dance, and Quite, so therefore yeah. can can perform it. It's more like capoeira than yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> than, than uh, anything too karate. Not mm. many high kicks. Not many. Not no. Getting up high because they've not trained enough to be able to. No. Kick. No. 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 They've, they've not been dancers for long enough yeah. to for the yeah the mm. hammies to uh, not be particularly. There's a lot of people getting yeah. roundhoused in the thigh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's. Um, I mean, you 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 just about with that level of training, you just about get away with roundhousing Vern Troyer in the head. <laughs> yeah, and there's no call for that. He's done nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, it, 
it's proper good fun. Mm. It's very silly. It's pretty charming. It's really charming. Yeah. It's fucking. It's it's a, it's honestly great. Rudy mm. Ray Moore is. Um, I mean, kudos to that guy. He is having that together. Mm. the greatest Delightful. time. He's because he literally just goes right. In this scene, I'm going to do Kung Fu on someone. And in this yeah. scene, I'm in bed with a hot lass half my age. Mm-hmm. And in this scene, I am sassing white police officers. And in this scene, <laughs> I am saying cool shit and people are loving me. Mm-hmm. He's he's having a wonderful time in yeah, this film. He's brilliant. And that is fun to watch. I can yeah. see why um, he influenced sort of like that's that 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 world and Snoop mm. Dogg and people like that because he was he was so his his toasts his his rapping mm. they were so eloquent yeah. but at yeah. the same time they were so rude there was so mm. much yeah. swearing in them yeah. Yeah. to the point where no one would put him on TV yeah. so mm. like and it was all about people getting their end away yeah mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah they I were, mean I mean the Titanic one that's basically a black guy doing it with a load of high-class white women yeah. mm. and getting away with it. Yeah. They are loquacious it's, as fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's wonderful. Yeah. And, and, they're, and they're properly entertaining and it's, mm. and it's not the sort of thing you generally see as well. It's quite uncommon, certainly today. Mm. And that's what's very, very cool about it. And I think... Yeah, this isn't like Coffee or The Mac or any of those kind of black exploitation films that are sort of a bit grimier and a bit grittier and stuff like that this is this has aspirations of it but it is it's more pantomime than it is anything else really yeah. but it's um it's a lovely bit of easily accessible black exploitation if mm. you're not familiar with the genre it is very very entertaining mm-hmm. yes yeah, so the films uh of i'll tell you which films are on amazon so you can go and watch them because they're well worth watching mm. Dolomite, uh, the Human Tornado, which was the second one. Mm. Nice. Big Money Hustlers. Oh, that was a, actually that's a later one. That was a film that he made in two thousand. Oh, oh that does have Dolomite in it, though, yeah, doesn't it? That's there's, cool. There's also there's a, there's a sixty minute um, documentary called The Legend of Dolomite. Nice. Which is well worth watching. Yes. Uh, and uh, Dolomite is my name. Starring Eddie Murphy, is that out next year? Was it out this year? Oh, that's out it's this out year. This in no, it's out this uh, like very very soon. Oh, it's out in the next. Yeah. It's, it's a Netflix thing, isn't it? I is thought it? it was in cinemas. It might oh, be I don't know. I'm, I'm getting not confused. Sure. Oh, it'd be nice if it was Netflix, but mm. uh, I thought it was. Uh, Although I suppose it's not a huge, <clears throat> not a huge audience. I suppose in comparison to your John Wicks and your other kind of mm. movies and stuff, but. Either way, uh, yes, uh, hugely exciting. Oh, and also we should point out when um, when uh, is it Willie Green or one of Willie Green's guys goes mm. to um, the mayor's house, and the mayor has a butler yeah. who has the most peculiar moustache. Yes, mm. that's right. Yeah. He has he has two tiny. He has basically a little circle of hair under each nostril. Yeah. And uh, that is the look that Emma immediately got up and applied to her own face with eyeliner. Yeah. Whilst it's uh, good. Beca- because uh, and then I put a hat on because he sort of like the his face kept kind of getting disguised by this little hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you had a sort of stovepipe hat that you put on. Yeah, I thought it suited me quite well. I looked pretty. And then you kept on, and then you put on <laughs> a big cummerbund yeah. scarf, and what? then you put two scarves on me. 
yeah. that I had two capes. Yes. Um, yes, it was. It, it was the first time that you dressed us up to better fit in with the film. I've got to yeah. say. Yeah, well, it was just. I thought the atmos was a bit. You know, it, like I was in a bit of a grump, so I was like, "Let's get this party started." All oh, right, it was a. It, 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 I mean, I think it only elevated the experience. Oh yeah, like whatever we watch next. Yeah, then I'm just trying I'm, to think. It's like yeah. if we watch Hell Hellraiser. You're <gasps> gonna <coughs> my face with pins. Yeah. All um, oh, right. Well, thank you for letting me know. It's fine. It's just, just what's that? It's a bucket of hooks. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Cool. So, uh, yes, uh, favourite bit, Emma? I don't know where to start. Yeah. Um, I think tricky, isn't it? I love, I love the fact that just the sex scene is phenomenal, and <laughs> <laughs> the burst, and just the quick interchange of uh, emotions. I, I really enjoy that. Um, any time, like the audience, just nothing. <laughs> was yeah. wonderful. Oh, different audiences and yeah. amazing shots. <laughs> and I, I liked, sorry, I liked because I kept thinking they kept him, um, there was a lady in a blue dress and she kept hopping in and hopping out. And then I realised it's because they didn't span across the audience. They just kept going segments of the audience. Yes. She was, sometimes she was cropped out of the <laughs> oh, shot, sometimes oh, she oh, wasn't. Oh, oh, And he was like in a cafe or something. And um, they were in this bar and he was maybe talking to like Willie. And they were like, sit down. But um, Dolomite was already sat down. And then a second later, who stood up and then sat down again <laughs> and I was like yes so that that was great wow um, but the whole film was awesome anyway really yes, enjoyed it was it was tremendous fun Tom what was your favourite bit um, the favourite bits included the cops uh, clearing the house uh, <laughs> wildly dramatic wasn't yeah. it yeah. The, all of the cars uh, oh, yeah, all yeah. of the cars in that film <laughs> the, the whole of the total experience show just the whole <laughs> they put a whole show in it's like, a see, good know, 15 minutes good of show isn't it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just see one act and then, no. or, or like like a snippet of an yeah, act cut mm. between them yeah cut between sort of scenes of people talking it's like you, you show the whole thing it's wonderful yeah the <laughs> Uh, the whole um, the whole assassination attempt at the end is just fucking <laughs> crazy. Yeah, because it's a single <laughs> static shot as well. Yeah, mm. it is. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah, that's good. I've also found another Dolomite film. Oh, yeah. It made in 1999. Really? Called, with Rudy Raymore. Yeah. It's, only, it's like a sequel, a sequel in name to Dolomite. Mm. Right. And it's called Shaolin Dolomite. And it's, wow! I mean, I need to see this now. Yeah. It's it's it. The film was. It says the film was created by redubbing footage filmed for the 1986 Taiwanese kung fu film Ren Zada, um, known in English as Ninja: The Fuel Duel. And wow. The, 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 the Wikipedia plot to this mm. sounds phenomenal. <clears throat> the redub plotline involves Tupac, uh, played by Eugene Thomas, a renegade member of the Dolomite clan, stealing a sacred bell from the Wu Tang clan and joining forces with a group of ninjas, right, including the topless. Uh, the topless ninja Ho uh, to, to defeat a Shaolin temple which is defended by a Japanese prince Sonada, two white members of the Shabazz clan um, and a uh, raccoon skin cap wearing man named Davy Crockett oh <laughs> Well, well, I mean, uh, that's, that is what I'm watching when I get in. Yeah. And Mate, it's got Rudy, Rudy Ray Moore in it. As you know what? Right. 
I really like about Reedy Roma. He sounds like an excellent wrestling character as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was that Shaolin Dolomite. Shaolin Dolomite. Mm. Yeah. Oh mate, yeah, absolutely. I'm finding that. That's, I, that's see, remarkable. I no, you said Shaolin. I thought you were like showering. Showering <laughs> Dolomite. Showering uh. Dolomites. Well, it, w the thing is, is that it would be okay because you wouldn't see anything because there'd be 30 women around <laughs> him sometimes. Yes. Oh, and the other character that Rudy Ray Moore did from another film that he made in 1977 is called Petey Wheatstraw. Wow. Uh, Petey Wheatstraw. Petey Wheatstraw, <laughs> yeah. That's see, the film, but that one's not available on... Uh, yeah. I was moving loads of buckets of wheatgrass earlier, so that is just... Oh, no, wheat something straw maybe wheat straw so peaty mm. oh. and peaty the ground if the ground is peaty that's probably well, good for yeah. the fertiliser we had a bit of peat a while back so and, mm. uh, and easily set on fire yeah so Groovin Movies fully recommends watching Dolomite because it's just it's all the things we've said mm. and more. We can you can describe it till you're blue in the face. You'll yeah. never quite get. It. It's like anything, unless you watch it, you'll never fully know. So, I'd recommend watching it. Mm. Um, so that about wraps it up for Dolomite, I think. Uh, yeah. So resounding, yes. This was tremendous fun. So uh, yeah, Tom's back. He's going to be back for the Grooving Movie Classics like this. Yeah. So we'll see you yes. in a bit, Tom. Mm -hmm. Yo, bye. Lovely. And Emma and I will be back next week with something else. What is it? It's Codebreaker, I, I think. I don't bloody sure. know. Yeah, Codebreaker is. Because then it's Codebreaker and then it's um, and then Unfollowed. It's genre Geddon. Genre. Yeah, one of the things that is awesome. Good. See you soon. So, uh, I mean, I say it because it's from The Warriors, but this time it's a lot more uh, appropriate. Uh, can you dig it? Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Emma. We'll see you next time. Uh, if you want to contact us, go to www.groovingmovies.com and there's all sorts of ways of getting in touch with us that way. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. Groovin' Movies featured Tom King, Eddie French and Emma Tidswell and is part of the Discount Comedy Checkout Network. For more information, go to www.comedycheckout.com. Thanks for listening.